the cast of the curious. Woo! Welcome to cast five of the cast and the curious. I'm Sarah Griffith, and I'm new to this. Do you give it like our own podcast a moniker? I I don't know. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Bridget, and uh, I am very much not new to this. I love these movies, and we just watched probably one of the better ones in the franchise. Dare I say the best one? Uh, yes. Uh, How do you... I, okay. I, I, should, I shouldn't take over that. <laughs> That's a personal opinion. Um, This, this one, is one of my favorites. This one definitely banks. That is irrefutable. This kicks mm-hmm. ass... Um, in so many ways, it just happens so fast. I'm still kind of processing everything that I just saw. Like the the post credit scene alone, it is a two hour movie. It didn't happen that fast. I mean, and yet so many things happened. I here's my official review of Fast Five. So many things happened. (laughs) Perfect film. Two thumbs up. I guess. Uh, yeah, that's probably how these are going to leave you feeling from now on. Because we're at the point of these movies where uh, this, this I guess you can call it segment as far as this podcast has an organization uh, style. Uh, this segment is going to get harder and harder where I ask you to explain what we just watched. Yeah, um, thankfully, I have seen enough movies similar to this that like at the 35 minute mark, I literally did think like, okay, you know what? I'm a little shaky on the specifics, but I get it. Yes, that's fair. So it starts off with this cool prison break sequence that kicks Mm -hmm. ass very, very hard. Um, Nobody survived that bus crash, by the way, when it flipped over like countless times. That is zero. Sur- I think I literally texted you zero survivors on that bus. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I do yeah, remember yeah. in the last episode, you introduced this idea that small car hits really big car, but really big car flips over. Uh-huh. And I yes, think that law the, of physics. Yeah. The opening of this film is a primo example of tiny thing just barreling over bigger mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, so basically, that's how they get Dom out. Now they're on the <laughs> lamb. They're in Rio de Janeiro. Um they are working they're, they're so they're laying low because they're obviously huge most wanted FBI list etc yes yeah um they, they meet, caused a tragedy yes they yeah. meet they link up with their former comrade what's his face from the first movie Vince yeah Vince but he was only in the first movie right he's not in the other he, ones he was only in the first movie yeah. okay because I was like I feel like I know him but he hasn't been around yeah. in a while he, okay he was a douchebag from the first movie of course, of course. So then he's like, okay, cool. I got a job because I guess they all need to still make money and shit. And so the job is to like get these cars that have been impounded by, I don't know, somebody, the government, somebody's government. Um, and then in the midst of all of that, Dom and the gang realize, wait a second, this is a setup. Um so they somehow split up. Uh, things happen. Basically, the idea of this movie is <laughs> the feds are looking for Dom and the gang. Dom and the gang are looking for this gangster because this gangster has it out for them. And mm-hmm. then ultimately, it just turns out that the feds and Dom and the gang, they all have a same common enemy. And that's why 
they team up. Like that's kind of like the very, very loose yeah. yes. suggestion of what is happening in this movie. Here, I can fill in maybe some of those blanks, but I do want to literally. Meet, like, as I was saying them out loud, I was like, "I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost in yeah, what I'm saying." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to like not even just these movies, any high action movie. Someone with every detail explain the plot to me. That is not the screenwriters. Yeah, actually, none of them know. But yeah, you're. It's definitely writing by committee here because I think the blanks I can fill in for you. Are so they meet up with Vince um, because they need money now that they're on the lam, right? And uh, Vince had a job for them. Okay, yes. And this job was stealing, I guess, these cars and reselling them. Classic stuff. Classic, Classic. fast. That's from the fast book and the Furious stuff. Yeah, totally tracks. So they go do it. They figure out they they break into where the cars are on that train. And, the, and Brian realized these cars are tagged by the DEA. So they had been yes. seized by the DEA. And that's yes. what the rock is. So like they're like, oh, no, these cars aren't untraceable. Like, they're going to come after us. And I guess uh, Vince got roped in by accident. Brian doesn't believe that, but it is true. By accident with these guys, these cartel guys who yes. Ray is owns, who hold all their data, like everything about their organization on a micro trip that is hidden in one of these cars. It's like basically the car, yeah, a the car CD that, Mia that takes. was left in the player of a used car. And you're like, right, oh, I guess it, I have the Steely Dan CD now. Except it's a chip with every piece of sensitive information a man could ever cartel. possibly have. Yeah, exactly. God and Almighty. Mia takes that car. Uh, but they realize what they're going on. And then they're like, all right, we got to find out what's in that car. They find the chip. Yes. Now I'm going to get fuzzy and be like, I don't know why the gang didn't just immediately. I mean, obviously they stole cars, so they couldn't immediately. I guess they could have. It was the DEA. It's not their jurisdiction if they're like, we were just stealing these cars. But like, why? Okay. Are you suggesting that Dom and the gang would like help the DEA locate? That is true. They are also criminals on the lam. Yeah, so they're yeah. I just remember for a second. They're yes, on the yeah. FBI most wanted list. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it may be not the hole. drug and food administration's like jurisdiction to erase federal criminals, but they probably could phone that one in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. You're right. So <laughs> Yeah. You're right. I might have been, you know. I might have smoked some weed while I was watching this movie. <laughs> Speaking of the DEA. Oh my God. What is this movie? What happened in this movie outside of pure kick adrenaline? Yeah. Muscle. Oh my God. And then the there's a heist. Jacked. There's a heist. And I, you know, there, I'm fiending for a heist. You I love a heist. I love a heist. Oh, that is something I, about Sarah. Uh, that we should I all know you love a heist. a heist and you know what they did my favorite thing that happens in a heist is at the end of the heist you're like oh uh oh looks like things didn't turn out but at least everyone's safe and then it's like what's this let's open up the Always. safe boom shit's already gone down and you fucking missed it it's like a magic trick and then you see the prestige oh baby this is what I'm talking about now and this is like- what I like to see in a movie period the rest of the plot 
no idea. But what I saw, I liked. Yeah, I I don't think there's anyone on this planet who, if you watch a complicated whatever action movie, can be like, here's every detail of the plan. And the people who do are people who uh, make videos on the Internet of (laughs) pointing out plot holes and things. I don't know who those people are, but uh, (gasps) it's them. (laughs) But uh, like any good heist movie, we have an assembling the team montage, which is just phenomenal. And I die for the, like just you know, a classic. Who do we need? Listing off players that we've seen before. Love and it. love, love it. I loved. Ugh, it's like been literally my dream since day one to see returning characters, and this movie had that in spades. Okay, first of all, Tokyo Drift canonically takes place in 2039 because Han is in both of these movies we just okay. watched. Like Here's so thing. many things happen with Han. Here's the thing. Han is just alive right now. Han is alive. Like, I don't even know why it, we're it's, pretending like... It's normal like, timeline. We're on the regular timeline. Han is alive. He just survived. Why not? Fucking Dom and all those prisoners survived that awful bus crash at the top of the film. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I'm getting ahead of myself. We need to go way back. Way back. Let's, all right. Let's put a pin in the Han conversation. I want to talk about him, and I want to talk about Gal Gadot. Very Hell sexy. Yeah. We will Hot. obviously talk about that, but just let's let's go back to the train sequence mm-hmm. with the cars and and the fact that Dom and Brian survive everything. Oh, that yeah. happens. That is one of that my favorite fights. The like fight action sequence in this movie is the opening to this. When they drive, there are a million th- when they're driving towards that bridge. There are a million things that could happen. You're like, are they going to do the classic uh, car under train? Are they going to go over the top of the bridge? Are they going to try to jump the cliff? Which is what they do. Spoiler alerts if you're not keeping up. (laughs) Um, And they're just like, are they going to make the cliff? This is an option now. They could theoretically, in the laws of the universe. Yeah, truly. At this point, I don't know what's possible or not. So I actually took some notes um, because we couldn't physically be together to watch this movie because of circumstances, obviously. Um, but I, oh, first thing I want to say is I think this movie like invented the kind of car heist, train heist, as we've come to see in like other movies, like the modern day. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like Solo has a similar train heist because oh, of course I did, have to revert back to what I know, which is Star Wars always. That being said, did you catch an Easter egg in there for you? Ex- Excuse me? There's an Easter egg where they uh, they pull up what Han's driver's license name is. And I mean, I'm going to butcher the proper pronunciation on this, but it's uh, his name is Han C-O-Lo. Han Solo. That's cool. That's actually cool. Um, They also name drop Mission Impossible in this movie. And I was like, this movie is a Mission Impossible movie, just by the way, in addition Uh, to being a Fast and Furious movie. Um. The train heist, I wrote a note. It says, Mia speaks Portuguese because Mia can speak and understand Portuguese perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people can speak Portuguese. I'm not surprised that somebody in this movie can. Obviously, they live in Brazil. But when the fuck did she learn perfect Growing Portuguese? Up in LA. Don't you hear all the Portuguese in LA? I, maybe. I don't know. She just yeah. like whipped it out. I was like, okay, shit. Mia is pregnant. Which also, that 
was a jaw dropping moment at the top of the movie. We keep mm-hmm. going backwards and back because again, like the first there, I mean, thirty so- minutes of this movie is insane. It's insane. It's there, insane. It's a lot going on. It immediately gets off to, you know, right where you left off. Ah, uh, so this train sequence is nuts. I'm like living for it. Oh my god, the whole thing with like O'Connor and the blowtorch fighting, yes. and the Vin fighting in the train. They were and gonna the, burn his pretty face. And the two FBI agents who are sitting down in the train with their badges just completely out. Just like, yeah. we're in the FBI. Like, might as well put a fucking name tag on, you know? Yep. That was uh. great. And then they fall seemingly in what should be their death. Um, yes. Ryan gets up no to way. surf the car on and his they, way down. And then they swim to the top of the water like, <gasps> I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Concussion protocol needs to begin immediately. There is yeah. no way. That fall is way too high. Yeah, I like, but Brian, they're both like, all right, we're ready for this. Like, this was all part of the plan. They get up I, to, like, I surf the car. It's great. During all that fighting, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And when that happened, I was like, no, <laughs> no, just no. Then Shark had been jumped. When the fucking the, yeah, canyon the had been, canyon the bridge had, had been, been jumped. Yeah, the Grand um, Canyon had been jumped. The other note I made after all that sequence is, of course, as we said, they get captured, they get tortured, whatever. A few of the guys walk away, and then Vin Diesel breaks out of chains. Mm-hmm. Breaks is suspended in the air by his hands, literally feet uh-huh. dangling on top of the ground. That's a lot of core strength. Breaks out of chains. A lot of core. Um, speaking work. of absolutely fucking jacked. Lost my mind when Dwayne the Rock Johnson finally yeah. entered the picture. Yeah, you did not know that this was going to happen in this movie. I knew he was due. I knew yeah. we were due for the Little Rock. The Rock was upon us. Yeah, the he was Rock upon us. was upon us. I did not realize it would be now. So when he showed up, I lost it. Mm-hmm. They also had to cast jacked guys to be next to him obviously because he looks so superhuman but i just yeah, want to go on ridiculous record. next to a normal size human yeah, i just want to go on record though and say i've never seen any member of law enforcement military feds anything ever at that size or mass or power i mean these men are cartoonishly huge yeah. all of this stuff with the feds i didn't care for in this movie because it was all very yeah. It was very cartoonish. It was very like, yeah, well, we're tough. Garcia, open up the file. Richard, take it for cop. Like ever, like all of that. I was like, guys, just cut this. We that don't part, need to see Those this. parts of these movies are always like, and let's check in with the plot for a second. Uh, <laughs> like, it's just like a quick snapshot of what's actually going on in this movie. We know you don't care, but here's The Rock and we'll get out of it soon. And I have to say... I Dwayne Johnson, not a great performance out of him. I don't think <laughs> not his best. No, not his best. But that that fight, that that first Rock Vin Diesel fight. Listen, I have nothing Ooh. but nice things to say about the fighting in this movie. The fighting <laughs> rocked when they, my world. When they grabbed forearms, did the man handshake? Yes, borderline pornographic. Okay, I kind of want to talk about Vin and Dwayne. These characters, Hobbs and Dom. Those oiled up muscle dudes. A little gay. Can we say it? Just a little. I Some sexual tension. I would yeah. say that at the end of the movie, he's like, hey, I'll be seeing you soon. It's like, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, Hobbs. <laughs> you name the time and place. Uh. Like, I, like, I felt a little bit of that. 
Yeah. Just guys being dudes energy. Like, yeah. There was definitely, I mean, I think it was an homage to Predator where they grabbed their forearms 100%, together. 100%. Yeah. Um, but there was some, like, real emotion exchanged in that moment. Behind those veins, there was... Things were a little hot was, between yeah. the furrowed eyebrows and the monotone speaking. Yeah, those bald <laughs> heads, they're just going to fuse into one. Um, I also just have a note here that says, who is this woman? Who Who is shooting at who? What is happening? Yeah, you did... You did text me who is shooting at who at one point in this movie. And I was like, honestly, this could be that could be the other name for this podcast is who is shooting at who who? the action movie franchise. I remember not too long ago us making comments like, you know what? This movie isn't so like, I don't think they fire a gun in. No, they do fire guns in Furious 2. But like, yeah, this one is definitely like, yeah, really armored. They're super soldiers now. Yes, because Vin yeah. did break through brick. I mean, Vin tossed the rock into a car and the car made a dent. Oh, my God. Well, I the little thing hoping. always. So their fight ends. The rock Vin Diesel fight ends. And you think for a moment that the rock uh, or that Vin Diesel smashed the rock's head in with a wrench. And everyone's like looking at him like, what happened? What happened? But he actually just yes. dropped the wrench by his head and for a moment i had forgot like how that fight ends and i kind of just wanted i knew obviously he didn't kill the rock but i was hoping that shot and really convinced myself that shot was actually uh the wrench was sticking straight up out of the concrete (laughs) (laughs) in my head that's what and then they panned and it was just like lying on its side and i was like all right that's fine but i wish he drove that wrench into the concrete that would have been badass that fight was extreme like very extreme that fight was awesome well you also knew like the whole movie is like once you saw the rock you're like these two gotta fight and it's gonna be oh hell yeah you can't just have these big dudes just being friends and hanging out like no way (laughs) no uh no their fights are awesome and the fights throughout this get so much better now that the rock is here it's just like a higher caliber of fight now I mean, they have to. They have to, like, keep raising that bar. That is the problem with this franchise. It just has to continue to... It's not the problem. It's the 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 greatness of the franchise that they meet the level every single time. Jesus (laughs) Christ. They rise to the occasion constantly. Well, this plot was on Nas because this thing was moving so damn fast. Yeah. So damn fast. Then we have the gang back together, which as we said, love a good assembly montage. Yeah. I live and die for it. This is why I watch franchise movies. I mean, this is Question. why I watch franchise movies. Question. If um you were a member, like what would be like when you come in, what would the leader of the team say you need? Like and then we need oh, Sarah for th- Oh, I got this unlocked, dude. Okay. I'm the fence. You're the Obvious, fence? I'm the fence. Cause like I could slip in and out of different circles. Okay. I look You're at the chameleon. Yeah. Like You're I'm the, the one on the I'm the one on the inside, like, okay, guys, they're dispatching a car down A eleven, code three three two one. You know what I mean? So it's like and then Wait, you just I, I no, I'm not letting you get away with it. So you just described two different characters. You described the comms person? No, but the fence is like the one that's inside the operation. Okay, you're blending maintaining in. Yes. Okay. Fair. The balance. I got you. So like you're the Han. I, sorry, in the scene that I just acted out, I'm sending them codes that they need in the future heist. This is not while heist is happening. Gotcha. You see, okay. I'm Yeah, you're 
you're the full on Han. That's you're the chameleon. I'm the Han. Mm, that's cool. Ugh. And Han. I don't know who I would be. Um, realistically, we're the two people going in cleaning the shit out of the bathroom. <laughs> I did text you and I was like, I cannot watch the scene because there is dookie poo poo water on the yeah, wall that they're cutting I, into. Like everything honestly, about that. I was like, that I, was really, I can't yeah. look at this. I didn't like that. That was grosser than I remember. I knew it happened because <laughs> obviously you don't forget seeing that kind of thing. But uh, uh, it was grosser than I remember. I would be crying if I ran. Two I would characters. <laughs> Are they new or for they were they from Miami? Um, they were in the they were in four. Okay, so I'm pre- I actually, they might have been in Miami. I almost said it. Uh, you almost said Miami. I almost said Miami. Um, I don't remember, but I do remember seeing them in four. Uh, can I admit something? What? Uh, my memory of Fast Four is actually very spotty. It's not as good as three, no. two, and one. No, is that no, like is what most well, people say? I, w- I would say I would say it's better. It's probably better than two, but it's not. It's not the most. I don't memorable know. I just movie. remember vividly Too Fast, Too Furious, and Fast yeah. Four. I kind of have to right think that one about. Bl- kind of blends in. Fast it and Furious. Blends in. I mean, yeah, the fucking movie title is just Fast and Furious. Like they're kind of asking for it to be. It's definitely like the reset movie of like we just did a lot of crazy trips. Here's oh, yeah. what the movie was. And I like the and Letty so, and, stuff. Yeah. And in, for that uh, reason, it blends. Yeah. And for that reason, it can kind of blend into the into the radar, into the fog of like everything else that fucking happens in these movies. Yeah. Which is so much. A but lot. there is always what is cool about these movies is there's always like one key thing you can pick out from each one to like jog your memory of it. Yes. Um, yes. That is actually exactly true something that happens that is like a cornerstone of these franchises right uh, that you can call back like letty dying is a big deal and then yes, you're like Vin right, running into that a- guy and calling him a pussy that is also yeah. something that immediately comes to mind <laughs> that, yes yeah right that right, right so then so we're fleshing out the team roman is back thank roman, god love him uh luda is back you don't think he would be the roman you were just the mouth <laughs> maybe i am the roman <laughs> <laughs> I that think actually I, like, might be me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, look at our artwork. I'm the Vin. That is I'm true. Team, I am Team Captain, most jacked in the gang. <laughs> and this was the look, by the way, that you have in our cover art, like yeah. Vin's like big Christ necklace, and then like the uh-huh. black T-shirt. That's classic. That is classic Dominic, and that's classic Bridget Greenberg. I have to say. Loved Roman back. I love Ludacris mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Where was Steve Aoki's sister, Devin Aoki? Yeah. No, she... Uh, she was you know, kick-ass. She, I want her she, back. Yeah. She's a real NPC. Uh, she is. Yeah. There, I mean, there are a couple of them, but... Uh, yeah, she definitely... But yeah, we got ba- I guess Bow Wow we're never going to see again. Oh, well, Tokyo Drift doesn't take place for another 500 years, so uh, <laughs> silly me. That's a completely different dimension. It, yeah, it's a, it's a really different am, universe. I, I am making this a headcanon for myself right now until mm-hmm. proven otherwise. Tokyo Drift takes place in the year 2039. It is so <laughs> advanced in society. It is it is far beyond our We want own. back to flip phones. Exactly. No, but like it's like an aesthetic thing or maybe 
we are just truly like in an apocalyptic situation and that's kind of the only technology we still have. Yeah. Uh, that's not this right. Is my, this is my understanding of the universe, the FNF universe. It's not right. There is a weird like funky dip in the timeline, but we've straightened out now. Han's just alive. We never saw him dead. We never saw his dead body in three. He's just back. You know what? That is true. That is kind of like the sci-fi rule or yeah. like the fantasy rule that if you don't see the body, eh, is the character really yeah. dead? And I'm going to say no. Han is straight up alive and he is hooking yeah. up with Gagado, which that was uh, fucking yeah. awesome. That, that scene is awesome. where she's on his lap in the car. That, that was is cool. hot. They were hot together. I like yeah. them together. Genuinely. I do like, it did make me laugh when like Gal Gadot takes off her robe and uh, to objectify a gorgeous woman. Yes. Flat ass. <laughs> yes. She is 98 pounds in this movie. Yeah. She is uh, alarmingly Incredibly skinny. small. Yeah. Gorgeous, but incredibly small. Stunning. Um, we had a rare moment of representation as us as friends <laughs> to see a yes. Japanese character and a Jewish character team up together like that. Yeah. Well, also, it's worth pointing out in four. She is um, Puerto Rican, I think, in that movie. Oh, right. In the in Fast and uh, Furious, she's or Dominican. To be. She's, she's oh, God, I hate that. Uh, she's Latina in that movie. Yeah, that's oh shit. Okay, you're right. Uh, but she, I, just, I see. But, I mean, she joined Gado, the Mossad. Yeah, yeah. She joined the Mossad at some point. So and fully started doing her Israeli accent now. So well, Han asks about her military experience. I was yeah. like, that's very clearly the idea. Yeah, no, they're very like it's very clear what's happening. <laughs> so Han is alive. Gagado's character, I don't even know her name. She's just from somewhere else now. She's a completely yeah. <laughs> Which not is not Giselle. helpful. It's not Giselle. It's Giselle. You're- <laughs> uh it's not helpful in, in us trying to figure out the origin of this character, but <laughs> Stop, her name is Giselle. Her name is Giselle, yes. <laughs> I don't know why this is Jesus so funny to you, but yeah, no, her name is Giselle. Just, like, what other girl names are we? It's like Mia, Giselle, Veronica. Like, who the fuck are these women in these movies? Um, they're all hot Giselle. and they can drive real fast. Oh, sorry. That just caught me off guard. I don't know why. I wasn't expecting Giselle to be her name. You're right, though. Like, I know that is her name for a fact. I don't think they ever say it in the movie. Not at all. There is no way. I have never heard that name. Yeah. I have not heard that name in months. There is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who's the name of the lady cop, by the way? Because that's another name I never got. Yeah, it's not clear. But where uh, is she Elena. from? Who is Elena? Yeah. Jesus. Okay, can you actually, I do have a plot question because I got a Mm -hmm. little distracted and in like the 90 seconds I was distracted, I missed all of the dialogue between her and Dom when they confront each other. Like what I picked up is that- When he he breaks into her home and gets too close to her face, yeah. What they have in common is that they both have lost a loved one. Like he's lost Letty and she's lost her husband. And so like I got that like they were making that connection, but do they know each other? No, no, no. They just they know each other. You oh, know? for fuck's sake! I what the f- okay? They, I don't they're know. both motivated by the family by their families. Oh, my so they God. get each other, you know, on a oh, spiritual and spe- level. And, and speaking of families, Mia and Brian are gonna have a kid. 
Uh, the family she, just got bigger. She is pregnant, pregnant at the end of this movie. Yeah. Pregnant. Yeah, we, yeah, we clearly jump forward. In t- I mean, that makes sense. We jump forward in time seven months because she is. Huge. I don't think she, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. And also in the beginning of this movie, I was like, girl, that's too early to tell people. You must have just found out. I know. Well, then after all the action and shit that she did, I was like, you need to see yeah, a doctor. She, yeah, she <laughs> fell through a shanty and then told Brian that she's pregnant. And I was like, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- yeah, y- you, I would if I was Brian and I saw my wife fall through a tin roof probably i don't know 25 feet through a tin roof and then she told me she was pregnant i would flip the fuck out yeah it would definitely be she's kind of put on timeout for the rest of the film and like rightfully so like you yeah. just need to sit down she, and be quiet yeah she fell through a roof she needs to nurse those goddamn injuries she is in her first trimester like she needs to put her feet up you know she needs to be (laughs) elevated somewhere she needs a cool Um, compress she needs a gallon of water like somebody help this poor woman who has gone so far as to learn portuguese to help the family out and now here she is mia kicked a lot of ass though in this movie and i was really happy to see a lot of mia in this movie yeah i love Mia actually yeah she's great she like is a full-fledged member of the team in this movie and no longer just like cute little sister she's she's driving she's getting away she's she's getting chased uh she's helping out in the heist she's the comms person in the heist uh um the running the shit on the ground the opening, there was like a montage sequence of like, this is like at the top of the film when mm-hmm. it's like Brian and Mia kind of like hustling their way around Rio and they're doing like a lot of quick cuts and, y- you know, just like this really cool music playing on top. There's like parts of this movie that I thought were actually beautiful to look at. Oh, yeah. No, like, they like really they their, a nice looking. Yeah, they production hit their aesthetic. At times. Yeah. And then other times it's ridiculous, but they really hit their aesthetic in this movie with that weird orangey tint that they put on everything. Yeah. Everything in this movie looks like you're watching it through blue blockers. Yes. Uh, Um, I I am like of two minds, though, when it comes to how these movies look, because on the one hand, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah. Like on the one hand, I did make fun of so hard too fast too furious and tokyo drift for being like absolutely fucking ridiculous and for being like colorful and like way over the top and the design being so big but then four and five as they kind of settle into the kind of like standard action film as we have come to know and love and watch an imax and you know have a blast with it's not that it's lost it's fun but like i don't know i kind of miss some of the novelty and the creativity you know what i mean like it's uh it's not it's not i would not say it's a safe movie because it's obviously not a safe movie but like creatively it's like i wish they were a little bit more risky like they were back when i was saying that they're fucking stupid (laughs) well no because i think it's just it's not even that i think you're just uh, these movies are hitting their stride now, yes. so you now know what to expect. There was a weird turn when you when you watch like two and three, where you're like, "Oh wow, I really don't know 
what to expect walking into these movies. But now you've kind of settled into a rhythm. Like I, that is I think true. maybe it's just me being like, this is for now. This is what these movies are in the yeah. present day. And, and Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift also... Truly, I will never experience surprise like that in film yeah. it's, ever yeah. <laughs> again. Where like literally the movie That's starts true. and the actors who I expect to see in these movies are like not uh-huh. in them at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wish I could have watched that through your eyes because it's truly these movies are shocking. Those those two especially are shocking if you don't know what's going on. Like they really did put me on my ass. So maybe I think that's why I have become more fond. I don't know. Like I'm just, I'm fond of them. And it's like, yeah, you can really see how we have molded our action films to be. Yeah. And on um, the one hand it's kick ass. Cause like, I think this movie, I think you can compare to like the mission impossible movies that they keep getting bigger and they keep getting more ambitious and the mm-hmm. stories keep getting like more fine tuned and sophisticated and more complicated. Um, but you know that's why we have like to have like the John Wicks in the world and the Birds of Prey in the world to like, yeah, to, to shake see us a out little of that. bit of a zhuzh with the yeah, action. But when, and- yeah, exactly. But when you're when you're in your franchise bubble, oh, one hundred percent. Keep you, in the no. yeah, keep in the uh, groove for sure. Uh, I mean, they always do something wild. And to say these movies are expected is is kind of dumb, but that's why, like, if you oh, go... Oh, no, past- I'm, like, hooting and hollering this whole goddamn movie. Yeah. They even managed to somehow get into a street race at some point. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they're always going to bring it back to that. You really see the, like... There must have been 18 writers on this movie. I wish... I, I- said this movie is called Fast Five because it's five movies happening in a single span of one feature film. Writer- yeah. It <laughs> is a lot. I mean, because it's a heist film. It's obviously a Fast and Furious movie. It's also a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. It's also like a secret agent spot. Like, there's also like that kind of an aspect to it. Again, yep. it is very. it is very IMF. It is very like... We have an elite team and we're tracking down villains. But then it turns out like Ethan Hunt's going to go rogue and team up with the villains because we have a common enemy. And like instead of Ethan Hunt, it's Hobbs. It's Hobbs. It's Hobbs. (laughs) It's not Tom Cruise. It's Dwayne Johnson. Uh, And and Vin and the boys. Uh, Don't forget about them. Uh, I will will say I did write down a couple things Hobbs said because I thought they kicked ass. For one, there's Great that lines. scene. Oh my god! He like gets all the paper. He's like, you know what this means, and like just Love throws. It. But you know, <laughs> you know, down. you know exactly what kind of cop he is. You know, he th- sees things in black and white, and he doesn't need to play by the rules. Oh hell no, baby! The rules don't exist when you're that big. And I love this scene. It's like, okay, one, I need this rookie cop, whatever, blah 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 blah. And it's like, and sir, the other thing, yeah. Stay the fuck out of my way. Like, yes! <laughs> yeah. Let him do what Get he him. wants. Oh, my God. And then they describe the other line I wrote down. Paul Walker describes someone as, oh, he describes Dwayne Johnson as he's Old Testament. I'm like, oh, dude, that's a badass way to describe a person. Yeah. I mean, he truly is. Uh, the thing he says, it was like, I don't want to know who they are. They're just a name on my desk. It's like, oh, well, you're bad at your job then. Oh, listen, <laughs> I think we have established in this cinematic universe. No one is good at their job except for though, driving. There are no laws so no. long as you are fast enough. We established this in Tokyo Drift. And then in this movie, 
they at the I'm cutting way ahead, but they get to the safe sequence, which all of that kicked ass. And mm-hmm. then um, I guess he like kills about a dozen of like Rio's finest. And yeah. I guess that's all the cops they have in Rio de Janeiro. There was no one, one else of, coming. One of the biggest cities in the world because they have absolutely no backup, no helicopter, nothing. Yeah. No, no one else is coming. They're scot-free. They're, they're, they got their money and went. They were just like, you know what? We already sent out like six squad cars at this point. Whatever. It's to- yeah. It's Tokyo Drift rules. If you can't catch them, then you're good. Hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah uh oh. but you, you did mention and it like it's we're at a point now where during i remember after we watched tokyo drift i kept saying you'll have an affection for this movie when you learn more about what these yeah, movies it was are hard about. to take that in just like right away because i felt betrayed yes but you have an affection for your home base of these movies now and I like do. it's it set the tone also for how bad shit these movies are gonna get like it it made you those two movies were like whatever expectation you have you can throw it out the window because we're gonna throw whatever at you but yeah, what you I've, can I've, count on is a family i feel like if you're watching chronologically those are the two movies that now it's kind of like a test of perseverance and willpower like are you about this life if you yeah. can get through these and you're still gung-ho about it well, congratulations, you get to open up the rest of the Dom and Brian storyline. Right. The secret, the the box set, the real... The criterion. Uh, heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, the criterion of the Fast and Furious <laughs> Wait, no, franchise. real quick, quick, quick. Who writes the essay for the Fast Five criterion? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. What esteemed filmmaker or actor or creative person gets to write the intro to this? Oh, that's a good question i kind of answer just because i've been talking about it and i feel like mm-hmm. this actually would be appropriate uh christopher mcquarrie from the mission impossible franchise i feel like he'd have a lot to say oh that would be a good one i would say george miller uh of the mad max okay. franchises there was something kind of mad max-esque i think mainly because the train in the desert and like that and it's kind of very thing. red looking yeah yes i because mad max also came to mind when i was watching this again this movie is many many movies yeah, there's a lot going on. I'd say Mad Max because also those movies too at their heart are about cars going fast and doing crazy stuff. Yes. And so, I would like to hear the director of Babe Pig in the City. I'd like to hear him weigh right, in I mean, on. <laughs> they're always welcome. <laughs> he is always welcome to comment on uh, on anything just from the Babe clout. Oh, please. Are you kidding me? I also like how a plot point in this movie... I skipping around back to um our favorite uh hot girl giselle um giselle i cannot with that i'm never gonna remember that there's no way i'm ever gonna respect that skipping back to her and han falling in love at first when they're at that beach club and they're like great how do we get his palm print now giselle's like i got it she takes off her bikini or her uh sarong and she's like i got it now because what you can count on is sexual assault. Yes. Yes. What you truly. can count on is that this guy is going to put his hand on my ass. That was actually a really cool part of the that movie. Was a good I love yeah. that that was how she got the handprint. Yeah. Like 
That was very oh, cool. Yeah. It, it was very knew, um, like this guy's a scumbag. It was very like the Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, uh, yeah. Cameron Diaz, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't send a man for a woman's job. Exactly. It's, Which it's also like, doesn't feel good that that's the woman's. I hate that. I <laughs> I hate said it. But that. you know what? I fucking live for the sequence. It's like. It's like, how are we going to get in the club? It's like, who knows? Like, well, I've got a guy on the inside. And like always the one girl agent like takes her hair down, like fluffs her boots. Yeah. She's like, I'll get us in. And like saunters. <laughs> like I fucking, yeah. I hate it. I love it. <laughs> like every time I, mean, I see it. And they did it so well in this movie. This was like I know. one of the better examples of I am hot and I know that and yeah. watch me be hot like, and save the day. And... That's and then give that's what Ludic- all that training she went through was for, <laughs> and then give Ludacris one of his two lines in this movie. I feel like they forgot to write lines or things for Ludacris to do. Yeah, yeah, they, felt, they oh they definitely felt did very much like a presence and not a character. Yeah, we were just happy to see Tesh back, and then we're like, but we already like we have our funny guys. Yeah, it was and it was it a was lot an of overload people. of. Of like funny clowny team members. Yeah. Who? But okay. Who was? The I'm team? not complaining. It was Luda, Roman, the two guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, Giselle. Giselle Han. Han. Mia. Brian Dom Mia. So we're at. That's it. And then nine. you know Hobbs. At Wait the a end. second. Wait a second. We're Hobbs at nine right now. Hobbs and Lane at the end. Do you know what this makes this? An Ocean's Eleven. Dominic's Eleven. Exactly. Oh my God! Yes. Oh fuck yes. Uh, the thre- the red string oh. has been connected. All this heist movies is our Ocean's awesome. Eleven. This is awesome. I, for those of you who may not know this about me, I am a bitch for the Ocean's Eleven's movies. All of them. Ocean's Eleven through thirteen. <laughs> Ocean's Eight. I'm all in. Those yep. are like guilty pleasure throw them on fun movies for me to watch so when they started to like get into the heist i was like "Ooh, is this gonna be a heist and then it was a heist and now it is a true ocean's yeah. 11 i mean genius these movies, even down to the safe being faked Ugh. yeah i mean there's always a heist like there's always some uh elaborate crime happening oh 100 i mean these guys are geniuses these are heist movies and in, in cars uh, are I mean they're also uh, very very lucky. Um. Yeah, um, you had said earlier that these characters are superheroes, and um, yeah, I think this movie really illustrates yeah, that, that they are that unstoppable. Well, I think in the last movie they were bulletproof, right? If I'm and not mistaken. Yeah, now they're all super soldiers. Like the way yes. they fight, it's like we gave them super soldier serum. It looks like a fight out of a Marvel movie. Yes, it does. Of just two indestructible forces playing rock'em sock'em with each other. I do love every single fight sequence in this film, especially because Beautiful. every single fight sequence in this film could have been ended with a single gun and a single bullet. But and no, they had no. to fight. Well, I mean, there were a lot of bullets and guns. That is Let's true. Th- there was a lot of shooting, but when it came down to brass tacks, that's what no. we were paying it in. Brass, baby. That's fist yeah. to cuffs. Yeah. Great, great fighting. I mean, yeah, it is almost shocking when they come out at the end and support uh, The Rock with a bunch of guns and Vin Diesel and like a single pump shotgun is somehow helping. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yes. 
Like Brian's going in there with tactical know-how and Vin Diesel has uh, the hunting rifle. So, yeah, I mean, I don't but even... But it's still kicking ass? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, he's super dumb. By the yeah. way, I love that at the end of the movie, he and uh, the lady cop are like hooking up now. Yeah, yeah, he's a... Uh, yeah, that's a good note for Vin, you know? He's not... He keeps Letty around with him in his heart. Had to go get the necklace back that she gave him back. Um, but now they're like, you know what? Letty's with me. Yeah. And um, uh, we, I, can, I can move on. Before we do talk about the post credit scene, because mm. first, yeah. the fact that I even felt it in my bones to stick around for a post credit scene. Well, do you know how you, fucked we would have been if we recorded this whole episode and like, I yeah. didn't know there was a post credit scene? I had no idea. But uh, good for you for knowing your I, action I just, franchise as well enough. I felt it to... in my bones. I was like, you know what? Actually... Quick side story, um, when my mom would take us to the movies growing up, like when, because we'd always see like the big movies that are playing, whatever. Right. We always, always, always stayed until the end. So like actually, even to this day, if I leave a movie during the credits early, I feel like I'm leaving too early. You're a good person. Well, from, some, from all some of those say. names. Yeah, Some from all say. of those tiny names in the credits. Well, my mom did used to say, you know, that could be your name. And so let's wait and see. That is true. No, it's uh, it's good that you did that because uh, we caught we caught that scene that I had not seen. Yes. But before we get there, uh, I just want to say probably best use of Nas in this franchise mm. was when Dom used it with the safe at yes. the end with the bridge. That was kick out the whole safe driving sequence. I, there was a time during it where I kind of found it just mildly annoying just because visually watching two cars just drag a thing like that just yeah. didn't sit well with me. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah it seemed like a they, lot of endangerment. Yes, but how they managed to get creative, like they kind of use it as a slingshot at one point, how they yeah. got it on the fucking truck is what we learn at the end of the movie. Like It's a cool device. It turns into a really cool device. Yes. It was, they definitely like did a nice job of not making that a chore to look at because for a while yeah. it was a little bit of a chore to look at. No, but they, the it pays off. Uh, and I feel like you get that during the movie. You're like, there's something more with a safe because it's a, it's a big, big set piece. Yes. Which they all, like, all these movies have these giant set pieces, but you're like, that. this is the one. Gotta look your eye. Oh, yeah. Gotta look and, your and eye. Again, Gotta look the, for it. The classic bait and switch of, oh, you think it's mm -hmm. a safe, and you open it up, and actually we've already taken the money. Ugh. What I will say also about these movies is they know exactly what you want from your chase and action scenes. In the first big fight montage... Um, that rusty like tractor trailer flies into the yes that was into, fucking awesome and I was thinking during that I was like man I kind of wish that was really cool but I kind of wish it had exploded and then the next shot is something about to explode and I was like all right these movies got my back I forgot I almost forgot I appreciate so much a cut shot to gasoline leaking near a fire yeah. Like, yep. I don't, I, I am not stupid enough that I have to have that explained to me. But when somebody does, I'm like, oh, yeah, give that is exactly what I like to see. I love yeah. that. No, it was at the exact moment where my brain went, I kind of wish that exploded. Yeah. We saw the, gasoline leaking into a fire. Lended itself to a lot of classic action movie tropes, right. shit like that, that like, 
would otherwise be cliche, but I actually think this they franchise has earned it. I think they've earned it too. And they hit the spot every time. It's uh, it's what you wanted. It's what you signed up for, but it's it never feels like pandering. They're self-aware. They know their yeah. limit. I also think yeah. Justin Lin is truly a great director when it comes to ensemble piece. Because literally before this, I only know him from Star Trek Beyond, which I thought yeah. that was like a really good ensemble movie. Like, and I think these the movies he's directed for the Fast and Furious franchise, they've been very generous to all of their characters. Well, except for Ludacris in this one, maybe. But like, yeah. like they all seem to have their moment, have their own distinct voice or perspective exactly like you check in with that each team member you know has their special skill but they're also there for a, they give you a different personality they give you a different vibe that's yeah, why and like it doesn't it doesn't feel like i mean this is definitely a star vehicle for like vin diesel and paul walker mm-hmm. and yet i feel like there's a lot of generosity in all the characters are pretty fleshed out yeah it's um, nice to see yeah it's like in the when they're racing when they first steal the cop cars and they're racing those like they keep cutting back and forth and everyone has their line that was fun and it it almost sounded like video game narration like, it yes um yeah. speaking of video games if they could somehow simulate a ride like what they did at the top of the film on the train with the um cars going down the ramp in neutral getting yeah. in control of the wheel and then driving away i would love to do that I think about that scene every time I get out of uh, a drive-through car wash. Oh Where yeah, you get that's, out of neutral and and peel out. That's gonna be me most definitely. Okay, yeah. so I think we've covered the movie pretty thoroughly. I do want to talk about the post-credit sequence because yeah. Eva Longoria yep. is back. Eva Mendez is not Eva Mendez. Eva Longoria. Not Longoria. It's Eva Mendez. Sorry, yeah. Eva Mendez is back. <laughs> yes, from Too yes. Fast Too Furious. Yep. She, she had there. more to say and more to do in that post credit scene than she had she, the yeah. whole last hour of Too Fast, Too Furious. Yep. But when but I she saw knows her, Hobbs. I lost my mind. That was so fucking cool. What a yeah. great way to bring her back. Yeah. And Letty uh-huh. is alive, as I know I know. I, I almost feel I almost don't like that that uh, happened for you. <laughs> No, 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 but I know she's a lot. Here's the thing, though. Like, while I was watching the movie, I literally was thinking to myself, like, have I gaslit myself to believe that Michelle Rodriguez is in the other movies? Because in the last movie, I was like, oh, she's, quote, dead. But, like, I know she's in the other ones. And literally, while I was watching this movie, I was like, have I just, like, convinced myself that Michelle Rodriguez is in the other? But, like... Of course she is. That yeah. you know what though, like even like truly, I don't know what the fuck happens next. Um, that was so cool because I feel like yeah. Fast Four, Fast and Furious ends with that teaser of like Dom is locked up in prison, but you see that like cars are coming up on this prison bus, and that post credit scene kind of did the same thing for yep. Fast and. Furious 6? What the fuck is the next one called? The Furious uh, 6? The... I think it's Fast and Furious 6, yeah. Is it really just Fast and Furious 6? Yeah, I think so. Shut Let the me... fuck up. <laughs> See, that's the other thing. Like, Too Fast and the... Furious, awesome. Tokyo yeah. Drift, iconic. Fast and Furious Week, Fast 5, okay. What's the 6th um, one yeah, called? Yeah, Fast and Furious 6 uh, definitely got the shorthand on titling. It literally is just called Fast and Furious 6. Yeah. 
<sighs> I believe. Oh, hold on. Let me let me double check. Yeah. Oh well, no. Fast ampersand furious six. No so, sub. Yeah. No fast colon, and furious no six. subheading. Nope. Fast and okay. furious six. Which is a sloppy title. And then what's uh, the seventh one? The original one? title was Fury 6. Uh, the seventh one is Furious 7. Fury 7. And then obviously the fate of the fate Furious. Of Furious. That's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Iconic. Great name. Yeah, this one. Uh, the titling on these movies. I don't think they realized what they were in for when they were like, this is a franchise now. It we're starting seems- off with Too Fast, Too Furious. That's pretty dope. It Where seems are we going to from me here? that they finish making the movie. They're like, we are done. They send it to the studio. Sony? I don't even know. Oh, Universal obviously makes yeah, movies. Yeah, Universal. Um, you know, they're like, all right, great. Here it is. Here's the film. It's the next one in the Fast and Furious franchise. And like, okay, great. And so we're going to get the ball rolling on promotional material. What's this one going to be called? And it's like, uh, the, uh, this is um, <clears throat> Fast Five. Yes. I, I just Fast like the- Five. <laughs> I like the commitment to <laughs> pretending they have a naming convention. We're calling it fast. It, it literally is what they make up at the very last second. It is, but they they like to. It feels like they're really trying hard to stick with in a convention that there are no rules for. Y- yes, it's it, like it, um, you know, when you just like randomly title some bullshit to your screenplay right. and final draft. That I, I ran- just like. That random bullshit title is the name of these movies. <laughs> right. I, I just like the idea that, like, the Fast and Furious, sometimes we care about our titles, sometimes we don't. Ten. <laughs> That's just what they're going to be. I but, do think that Fast and Furious 10 should be, like, fans pick the title. I swear yeah. to God. Oh, my God, Bridget. Oh, my God. This is exactly what they're going to do because it's going to be new, the tenth one. Yeah. It's going to be the big one. Oh, my God. I swear to fuck. Everyone listen new- to this record this and and yeah. keep it because it's going to age like wine it's Here's, going to here, be a, a yeah. thing you can vote on absolutely no, here here is now my new stated goal for this podcast venture we name the uh, next fast and furious we get get us get us up there in the algo <laughs> enough that we can name a fast and furious movie listen that's my one <laughs> ask to I, everyone listening that is, i just want to be in one <laughs> get me in one because here's what's crazy i got casting calls for f9 for background um and oh. for like day players and shit but it was all like cops they were looking for cops and i don't yeah. fit the body like there was lo- like looking for no. certain yeah. heights and body temps and shit You're and not also i was type. thinking like dude if i like book this job i might be spoiled <laughs> for like the whole yeah series. we would definitely have to catch up we'd have to kind of lickety split yeah um, but fast Fast and Furious 10, colon, Doritos Ranch Black. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. What is there, Fast and Furious 10? They're going to be, there is no 10 as of now. <laughs> you know oh, that, right? Man. I know, I know. It only goes up to F9 and that's been pushed back to 2021. I'm just exactly. saying. Okay. Bridget, I'm uh, dreaming of a better world. Yeah, they're, they're going to be titled like NCAA Bowl Games. Just like the Tostitos Fast and Furious. <laughs> Progressive Insurance presents. presents. Yeah. (laughs) State Farm presents the Fast and the Furious 11. Oh my God. And honestly, okay. Fast and the Furious 10 presented by Disney. At this point, 
Universe oof, will be oof. Disney. That's an omen. That's uh, you just. You <laughs> I'm sorry, I put that in the world. No, but I do like yeah. my idea that it'll be up to fan suggestion. That would be fun. I I would submit. Why not? So many. I would spend. You wouldn't hear from me for weeks, and I'd just be furiously typing up. Fastly ideas. and furiously typing out. <laughs> Fastly and furiously. Oh man! Uh, okay, just well, popping this... Adderalls and trying to come up with a title. I mean, damn! Can you imagine though putting that on your resume? <laughs> <laughs> I, I could die a happy woman. Oh, related experience. <laughs> Named the Fast and the Furious 10 uh-huh. film. That's uh, that's what I, <laughs> all I want my obit headline to be. Okay, Bridget but Greenberg. real quick, real quick, let's pitch it. What are you calling the 10th Fast and Furious movie? Because I've got one. You got, fuck. I don't have one. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah, I want to hear yours. It's going to be Fast X. Furious. Ooh, sexy. Because it's like a collab, but also X is the Roman numeral for 10. Yeah, I... Oh, damn. That's Genius, good. genius. Universal, DM me. Let's talk. 10 fast men. What the fuck? Bridget, is this a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical or a movie? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's a 10th okay, one. You're right. I don't know what to expect. The next one could have a musical number in uh, it, and I would be none the wiser. I would shit on the floor. Uh, I do miss the original songs being in the movie because I have to say, do not appreciate hearing Danzan Kuduro in the wild. They did needle drop that song. I had to hear that. Like every oh, single night in college. Did that not? Oh, I uh, love that needle drop. Listen, I would have loved that needle drop if that song in wasn't that played to death oh, in my got circle. Got me dancing. You know, I have I would heard... trade a Danza Kuduro for a Tiburon. Now that is the one okay. I always want to hear. That's fair. I mean, as someone who, like, when I choose to listen to music, tends to listen to sad girl music, uh, <laughs> listen to, like, sad indie music a lot, hearing a dance jam got me up and going in this quarantine. Well, that is very true. I think we need to, one, change the name of the Teriyaki Boys, but also bring that team <laughs> back because the yeah. Tokyo Drift song is still yeah. a Stone Cold Banger. I, yeah, I like my hit of dance music in these movies. Gets the adrenaline pumping again. <laughs> yeah, because adrenaline is something that's missing from all these movies. Oh, Whew. God. Okay, They're well. so great. But yeah, I think this is uh, this was our wrap up. Um, how many how many rooms on Fast Five? Give Damn, me a room count. I'm a little all over the place. I I feel like I want to give it four and a half rooms. That's solid. I you know what I, I I think that's a little generous though. I think really it should be four rooms, but I will give it four and a half rooms because it is, of course, to my date, the most ambitious. The most nuanced, the most complicated, you know, we we now have established people that we care about and we love. So Mm -hmm. we're ready to like make big jumps with the plot. We're ready to do we're I mean, it's bigger, better, harder, faster, stronger, etc. So, yeah, I think this one's going to be four and a half rooms. How these movies rank for me, though. That is a conversation I am not ready to have yet. We we can we can save that conversation at this point, we can save it for the end. Because, you, you know? know, there's two ways to rank a franchise. There's a way mm-hmm. to rank the franchise on the movies, like, just best to worst. Right. Objectively best to worst. And then there's, like, the personal, but what do right. I like ranking. 
Exactly. I think from this point out, you kind of need, um, you kind of need to see them all to appropriately rank now. Yes, since, I'm definitely since, in it to win it. Yeah, since we're in a universe, we're going to keep revisiting a universe that is going to be expanded upon, but we're expanding upon the same universe now. Yes, if that makes definitely. sense. No, so you're I am. Want I am all in. Of them. I am in the FFCU for sure. Amazing. Well, yeah, this is four and a half feels fair. I like your four and a half rooms. I'll see them. Seems I'll right. See I them. actually think all of these move. No, but they've been increasing in half rooms for a while now. They, I mean, they. I do think they get better. Oh yeah. I mean, again, you're just like expanding. The universe is ever expanding, and the timeline is ever changing. <laughs> Who knows? And and so is Gal Gadot's ethnicity in these movies. <laughs> Yep. Well, either way, we're still watching. We're, we're still, still invested. We're still rooming along that highway. <laughs> Life is All a right. highway. I'm going to room it all night long. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's probably our time to go. You can uh, follow us where you follow us on the Twitters and on the Instagrams. You know it. Uh, And you're listening to this probably on the Small Beans Patreon or in a Small Beans feed. Um, So consider throwing them a few bucks if you can. Pay us, baby. Give us that money. (laughs) Yeah. Let Sarah and I pay for uh get each get our own Paul Walker and Vin Diesel type cars. <gasps> yes. Sarah get something like cool and sleek and colorful and fast and I get the American muscle car. Honestly, if I can just paint my Honda CRV that I have yep. now with flames on the side of it, I'm done. That's the new Patreon goal. Um yeah. if we get to 10,000 a month, I'm going to put flames on the side of my car, period. <laughs> I lease my car, so I will not be doing that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will not hear anything about that in the comments. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us on another one, friends. Uh, see you in the next one. This has been a Small Beans Endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the small beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you.